Hello, everyone. This is Revy Goldwasser, founder of The Fearless Woman. Excited to record my fourth podcast. And this one is going to be all about finding love after divorce. Is it possible? So let me just answer that directly. Yes, it absolutely is. And the reason why I can tell you with absolute certainty as a true survivor of a divorce, um, yes, women who survive a divorce are known as survivors because it is truly a remarkably challenging, devastating, mind-blowing debacle that you will ever, ever go through in your life, especially for a woman. I'm sure it is for a man too, but you know, I speak for the woman, about the woman, by the woman. I am the woman. And what I went through was my version of 9-11. And, um, to, to, to survive that and recover and rebuild, and then to actually discover that real healthy, amazing, true love exists. I mean, at this point, I, I know that anything is possible. So let's kind of backtrack a little bit. I think what happens, you know, if you are a woman in the midst of a divorce, thinking about a divorce or perhaps divorced already, I know just like me, you question, you know, here I am 20 years married, you're going through divorce, or again, you might be divorced and you're saying, is it too late? Again, I'm very active on TikTok, 65,000 followers. I've got almost 10,000 on Instagram, Facebook tribe, by the way, you guys need to join it. The fearless woman tribe on Facebook. It's an open, but private group. Um, we are women that question, you know, where did our life go? And many of us think, as I did, I certainly don't believe this anymore, that at our age, many of us are in our 40s, some of us are in our 50s, there are some women in their 30s, you know, because usually women who find me already have kids that are, you know, 10, 15, even 20 years old, and we go through this divorce, and we just assume that it's over. We basically give up, we surrender, and we think that it is absolutely impossible to find real love, not to mention many of us are so dehydrated and brokenhearted from our marriages that we have specific real proof from our marriage that real love doesn't exist. So basically when we go through a divorce and we get out there, we continuously prove a limiting belief that love doesn't exist. The dating is horrible. The men are horrible. Continuation of proving that love doesn't exist and many women ultimately give up. And I'm here to tell you that you should absolutely not do that. Is it normal to think that real love is impossible? Absolutely. Is it normal to think that, you know, you've been married all this time and you have clear proof that love doesn't exist? Absolutely. I was in your boat. I went through the same thing. But one of the biggest reasons why I left my husband, I left a marriage that was just, you know, exhausting and depleting for me is because I insisted on finding true love. That was like a hard requirement for me. I knew that love existed. To me, love is the universal language of the world. They understand it in China, in India, in, you know, wherever it is in the world, it's, it, it's a universal language. Animals understand it. Plants understand it. The universe, you know, love is a true language. And I refuse, refuse to believe that doesn't exist. And many of us, again, who have gone through that divorce and it's so, toxic and dysfunctional and the, the pain, the, 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 uh, the, the despair that we feel, we just basically say, who's going to want me? Who's going to want me? Well, I'm here to tell you that every pan has multiple 
lids. Every pot rather has multiple lids. You could have a plastic lid, a metal lid, a see-through lid, a foil lid, you know? So first of all, I'm here to tell you that that's just not true. And whatever you believe is true. So if you believe that real love can't be found, I'm going to hear I'm here to tell you that you're right. And if you believe that you will have real love, then I'm here to tell you that you're right. One of the things that I work on a lot with the students and the women that I work with, I coach, I empower and inspire them is the concept of a belief system. And whatever you believe, you will prove right. That That's hands down. And I realized again, once I left my husband, you know, I reflected and I said, clearly I didn't believe I deserved love. Clearly I didn't believe I had worth. You know, there was a lot of realizations that I took ownership before I even really started dating because Guys, we know fact that second marriages, divorce rate is 75%. So first marriage is 50%, second marriage is 75%. That's a 50% increase. And when I left my husband, I was like, hell no, hell no, if I'm going to go through that again, there's no way I'm going to just, you know, go from one bed to another to only break up. And I was pretty confident that the only reason why 25% of second marriages didn't break up is probably because they just didn't want to go through that again. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm sure that's not the case, but nevertheless, there was no way that that was going to be me. I refused for that to happen. So I think, you know, first and foremost, for, for you to really find true, healthy, real love, the, the real work, the true work, the transformative work, is to take accountability that you were part of the problem to begin with. You know, many women, this is at least my story, and again, it, it, it may not be your story, but there's still a lot of similarities. You know, although my husband was the one that was more angry and, and you know, there was the emotional abuse and the verbal abuse, and it was really tough for me, I stayed. Like, I stayed. So yeah, everyone will say he was the, you know, the one that was very tough and I was the one that was very sweet, but who cares? You know, I often tell the women I work with, I, I have a, I call it the fearless woman transformation program. You know, when you start pointing your finger and saying, it's him, it's him, it's all him, it's all him. That's not going to help you when it comes to finding true love, because if you don't recognize that you're the common denominator in, in, in many aspects of your life, that something about you turned you on, you got a high, you got a, you were turned on by that dysfunction. If you're not going to own that, you will with 90% certainty, I can't say hundred percent, but I would say 90 repeat the same pattern. He may look different. He may dress different. He may act different. Who the hell cares? It doesn't matter deep down inside, it will be the same type of dysfunction. Because if you think it's the guy, you're wrong. It is you. And that's like the total grown up maturity. I'm a grown woman, fearless woman attitude that you need to take. That's certainly what I did. You know, everything that I share here on my podcast, again, I just started showing up 2020 guys. This is brand new for me. And I friggin' love it because I realized that I wasn't alone. I'm smart. I'm successful. I have a six-figure recruiting business, which I'm hoping to wind down in 2020 and, and make the fearless woman my total 24-7 project because it's critical and the sense of urgency is dire. Uh, and again, I'm, I'm proof of the pudding, so to speak. Um, 
you, we have to be a grown woman and say, you know, where was I accountable? Because if, if, if we're capable of doing that and owning the fact that we got some form of a high, again, it was a dysfunctional toxic high, but if we can understand why and then fix that, that's how you then find true love. You cannot go from one marriage that was dysfunctional and toxic straight into the other with only blaming him because you will get screwed. So the first and most important concept here of finding true love is that it's not about the guy. It's about you. <laughs> That's the real big aha moment. And the ego cannot drive us because if you're going to let the ego drive you, oh, it's all him, it's him and I'm right and he's wrong. And look how, you know, look at me and look at him. That's ego. And that never works. Ego doesn't work. We're not interested in stroking anyone's ego, actually not his, not yours, not, not anyone's true self-actualization, true comprehension of the human being and the human mind ultimately comes to a point that you don't even need to blame. You don't even need to say it's my fault. It's when it just becomes a lesson to learn. That's ultimately the, the level five, if not level six self-transcendence. Uh, but anyway, forget about that. I'll do another podcast about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, et cetera, uh, in the future. But back to really understanding the way to find true love and healthy love second time around after devastating divorce is you have to be the one that must change. You have to realize that you have certain dysfunction about you that attracted that or that you got pulled into it. And that was the magic, you know, the perfect love affair, the perfect storm, really. So that's the one thing that I really recognized right when I, I left my husband. I'll never forget, like, the next day, I think it was a Sunday that we broke up. Monday morning, I called a psychologist who was well-known in, in the area that I live. And I remember being very, very clear. Like, even though I was devastated, I was bawling hysterically. My life was falling apart. We hadn't even told the kids. It was so, 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 so bad. But I was clear calling that psychologist and telling her, listen, this is what happened. I need to know why I tolerated this for 20 years. How many sessions is it going to take? I swear to you, that was my question. That's how clear I was in the dysfunction and disaster, the, the, the courage and the bravery I had to finally leave him because I was, I thought I would die spiritually, emotionally, and even like, I really thought I couldn't live without him, even though I make six figures as a recruiter and ran the house and did everything. A lot of women in my position, we actually start hyperventilating and have anxiety attacks when we think of leaving our husbands because we have a limiting belief that we can't make it alone. No man will want us and we can't make it. It's, it's just not true. That's not true. That's a limiting belief and it's just not true. But what happens, the fear takes over to such an element that it creates all these things that are, again, simply not true. But you and me, by the way, this is where I was, we can't even reason with it because it becomes so real and so daunting and frightening that our body as a fight or flight mode will go to protect us. The brain will always protect us from anything that seems dangerous and we'll just pull back and retreat. But this is D-Day, like you're going up that cliff no matter what. And the most amazing thing is I freaking did it, man. I freaking did it. And if I can do it, you can too.
<laughs> because I'm just like you. I'm an immigrant to this country. I came to the States when I was in ninth grade. I didn't even have my green card. We were even here illegally for a little while. My dad was so dysfunctional in how he you know, managed my mom and me and my sister. It was just deplorable and, and actually just reckless is the right word. He was reckless with his wife, which is my mom and my sister and myself. When I look back as a grown woman, I'm like, how could he put us in such precarious and dangerous situations time and time again? And that's the thing between my mom and him, obviously. And and we're not even going there because I don't even go there. I often tell my students that I work with, I'm not going to sit there and try to figure out my parents. The only person that I want you to figure out is yourself, period. By the way, this is, again, the program. If you guys are interested in learning more about it, go to my website, fearlesswoman.co forward slash the program. That's what I call it, the program. You got to work the program. There's either It's either open enrollment or a wait list. So sign up there, and then from there, you'll be able to join my Facebook group as well. Uh, fearlesswoman, W-O-M-A-N for onewoman.co, which stands for company. It's kind of cool forward slash the program, one word. Then you can sign up for it. The next one we will be doing, um, as I'm recording this, it is August of 2020. The next one we're launching will be in October. I'm doing the program right now with amazing students. We'll be doing another one in October. So get on the, on the wait list so you can find out about that. And if it's already after October again and you're listening to it, just go right back to that same website because then we'll probably be doing, I usually do them every two to three months. Um, and definitely sign up if you're interested, because every time I do it, the price will go up, obviously, as it gets more popular, uh, more popular. Um, so back to really honing in on your accountability, the freedom of recognizing that it's really on you will be the day that you begin your transformation. And that's when you basically step into your shoes. So how, how do you, how do you find true, healthy love? Well, healthy love means that you have to be healthy also. I'm talking emotionally healthy. Everything that I do is emotional well-being. It's about feelings, emotions, et cetera. It's not about anything other than that. You go to the doctor for physical uh, health. You go to a psychologist for mental health. You come to me for emotional health, for, for your feelings, because I'm passionate about that, especially when it comes to the world of you know, uh, finding true love and, you know, from the debacle of a divorce. So the freedom and the transformation truly begins when you start saying, okay, what's wrong with me? And you start being really honest with yourself and what makes you so afraid to be alone. And when you start having those really hard conversations with yourself, you're going to start recognizing that your whole life you've been an imposter to yourself. See, you can't fall in love and have healthy love if you're not natural and who you really are. If you're going to fake and contort and twist like barbed wire pretzel with a guy that you're dating, how do you expect it to last? See, if you're not truly who you are all the time at work, with your parents, with your friends, with your lover, husband, boyfriend, you know, with your kids, you know, within reason, of course, because you do still have to parent them. But as your kids get older, you can start truly just being yourself. If you're not what I call homogenous, 
like the same person all the time, obviously within reason at work. And, you know, there's certain levels to it, but you're the same person. See, when you're the same person, that's freedom. That's effortless. And when you own that without fear of what people will think of you, say about you, et cetera, because when you do that, you're actually placing them on a higher level to you, which is so ridiculous. Like this is the, the, the reprogramming that I do. You're just getting a dose of it. Like my program is hours and hours of live coaching immersion on these six powerful concepts. So think about what you do. You contort and twist and change to make the other person happy because what you're really saying is their opinion of you is more important than your own opinion of yourself. So how do you possibly expect to find a man and fall in love with a man if you're not real, if you're fake? You're showing up to a date or to a setup or to a party, whatever it is, being somebody that you're not because you're too worried and afraid of what they're going to think about you. I just want you to stop and just get a hold of that because it, like when I started coming to terms with that right after I left my husband, I'm like, I'm, I've lost my mind. I'm like, I'm friggin' crazy. I'm a crazy person. I'm a crazy person to have contorted and changed myself so that this person would like me and that person would like me and this other person won't talk about me. And it was exhausting. Do you guys know how much work it is to be fake? It is so much work. And a lot of you know that because of your marriage, right? You pretended to be a certain woman. You pretended to be a certain way. You were walking on eggshells because you didn't want to piss him off. You didn't want to upset him. You didn't want anyone to talk about it. You didn't want your kids to get upset. You didn't want your parents to worry, blah, 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 blah. Ad nauseum, awful. And all for what? To make the husband happy, the kids happy, the mom happy, the dad happy, the neighbors happy. Guess who's totally unhappy? You. So I don't know about you, but I'm like, been there, done that, ain't happening again. Hell no. Give me a hell no if you're listening. You say, hell no, never again. That's what I do in my lives on Facebook. I'm like, say hell no. We're like, hell no. should see what's going on in there. It's unbelievable. At this point, I'm recording it. We're around, I think we just hit 900 today. I'm not stopping till we're at least a million. See, this is not just an epidemic with divorced women, which is my micro mission. The macro mission here is for all women, but I got to start in the, the, the core of the problem, which is with divorced women, which is what obviously is near and dear to me because it's what I went through. Um, so the freedom stems from saying to yourself, rather not just saying, stating, deciding, and acting and believing that you will never be fake again. You will never be fake again, and you will just be. How about that? Just be. Do you know when I made that decision, this was very shortly after I left my husband because I'm like, how did this even happen to me? I felt like for the first time in my life, I was opening my eyes. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I didn't like where I lived. I didn't like my friends. I didn't like, I didn't even like my family. I didn't like my life. I didn't like how stressed I always felt. I was always stressed over what? It's exhausting to be stressed all the time. Who wants to be stressed all the time? 
Hell no, never again. See, these are all choices that we make. And they are choices. They are choices. You know, these are decisions that you can decide to behave in certain ways and not to. And the problem, again, stems from the fact that if you're more worried about what other people think of you, then you will never be free to be authentic and be who you are. And you'll never really be able to find true, healthy love. See, you think this is about, you know, people think a divorce is all about finding true love. Hell no. A divorce is about finding yourself. A divorce is not about finding true love, but it is the fun part about it. A divorce is about finding your true self, discovering who you really are, falling in love with yourself, getting to know yourself, going on dates with yourself, being curious about yourself, getting interested in yourself. Foreign. I was like, me? Like when I started having these realizations, again, this was five years ago and I left my husband, I'm like, oh my God. Like, I, 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 I am I? I am I? I didn't even know there was an I. So we're going on 20 minutes now. So, you know, I try to make the podcast around 20 minutes, not too long. True love is 1,000, 1 millionth percent possible and doable. And you will have that. But the only way it's going to work, guys, the only way this works is if you do one thing and one thing only. And that is be honest with who you are and work on that and be free to be who you are. Stop worrying about what people may think, say, may think about your say about you. Because the minute you do that, you show lack. The minute you show that you do that, you show deficiency, which means you're validating your worth based on other people's opinions. And that doesn't work. Forget dating. Forget dating because it's the same problem. You're going to go out with a guy and you're going to validate your worth by latching onto the man that never works. And that's why, to me, second marriages are at a divorce rate of 75%, 50% more than first. Because women and men, I believe, but I can't speak really on behalf of men. I will certainly speak on behalf of the woman. Women don't do the right work, which is latching onto yourself and discovering who you are. And the reason we don't do it is because we've never done it before. And it scares the crap out of us. That's the truth. But let me just tell you right now, when you're ready to face the fear and you're ready to go through that door, even though you don't know what's on the other side, I'm telling you right now, it will blow you away because you will not believe the fearless woman that you become. And she is friggin' remarkable. Remarkable. And from that place, you will have so many men lining up for you. And here's the best part. You're going to be like, not interested. I'm busy with myself. True love, healthy love, real love is when you do that with yourself. When you have true love with yourself, when you have real love with yourself, everything becomes a piece of cake. All right, guys, 
Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please join my Facebook tribe, uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash fearless woman tribe. You can also just go straight to my website, fearlesswoman.co forward slash the program. And that'll get you on the wait list for the program that we're doing in October. And again, I'll be doing it probably three to four times a year, but the sooner you get on it, the better, because it's, it's already very popular. So I had certain prices in October, but they'll go up again in January minimum, definitely going up. Um, and that's it. Remember that you deserve whatever it is that you want. You deserve peace happiness, freedom, independence, and most importantly, you deserve true love, real love, healthy love to give that, to receive that, and to have that. But it first has to be between you and yourself. That's the first love. That's the first love affair. MMI is the hashtag we use in the, in the tribe. Hashtag MMI, me, myself, and I, and it's capital MMI because we honor who we are. All right, guys, Revy Goldwasser, founder of the Fearless Woman Tribe. See you on the see you on the next podcast. Ciao.